Hi guys, it's me, Alex. You probably oh. knew that by um, the Latin chant that I started with. Um, I, uh, I don't really know why I just did that. It was in my head. Yesterday, wham was stuck in my head. Today is Latinate chant. Huzzah! I, I feel like we're already in already in the halls in a, in a temple of some kind. Well, here's here's the thing, and that sounds a lot. I'll introduce you in a second. Don't worry. Um, is I don't even know that from churchy things. I know that's from uh, Monty Python's. Uh, uh, Holy Grail. The, the the guys the the guys that are walking around they they do the P.S. Domine Don't and then they smash themselves in the face with like the book they're reading, which I'm I'm gonna assume is the Bible. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and uh, so I remember it from that. But then like years later, I got into like weird spiritual and strange shit. Um, uh, so it kind of like now that's in my head, and it's like oh fuck, now I kind of have to explain this because I I do know other weird ass shit like that from being a spiritual weirdo. But that one I know from Monty Python, because I, you know, I do have, you know, one foot in the mortal realm and another foot in the, in, you know, the land of the gods. Always. Yes. So audience at home, you may know from a previous experience, listening to his sweet, sweet, dulcet tones. And if you haven't before, well, welcome to your first experience with Mr. Matt LaTorre. Like a voice like a songbird. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. Yes. You have a, you have a voice like a, like a mockingjay from, (laughs) from the Hunger Games book trilogy more like a dead dying crow oh, no that's never. cool hey, i like crows um not again i read uh we were talking about harry potter before we started recording so i finished all the harry potters and i was listening to the audiobooks because stephen fry reads the audio uh, does the reading for the uh british ones and i love stephen fry like i love no other man speaking of mm-hmm. which congratulations his uh his wedding announcement was uh oh leaked he didn't want it out but whatever he's getting married to uh some twenty-seven-year-old uh, comedian guy, and it's well, good for you, like, nice. Um, because that guy's probably really funny, and he gets to fuck Stephen Fry. And although I'm straight, I'm somewhat jealous of this because I love that man. <laughs> but um, why was I talking about Stephen? Fry? Oh, because he reads that. So I was uh, listening to that when I was having like my complete mental breakdown of the past month to kind of have a comforting voice while I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck, that was really fun to read Harry Potter." Like, I need to find other of those. They're not particularly complex, but like steep in mythology but not hard to read you know so you don't yes. have to like really put any kind of effort in it but it'll, it'll keep you going I'm like oh i'll try that uh that hunger games thing mm. um which is where the mockingjay came from and man those things are fucking readable like it's it's the same along the same vein of like not too hard and... yeah it's not anywhere as good as harry potter like no. the it is not even close but uh it is it's quite amusing like it's they're they're a fun read the um, no spoilers to anybody i swear this time because you know, the the movie hasn't come out yet, so I'm not going to fucking, I joke around and say no spoilers and spoil things, but this movie hasn't happened yet, so I'm not going to fucking spoil stuff. But the way that the books end, not that it's a shitty ending, but it's kind of, 
not as good as the rest of it. That's unfortunate because I haven't. I have only seen the first two movies, yeah. and like at, right off the bat, it had. I was like, this is pretty good. Second one slowly was waning, and then now I'm really worried that it's well, just going to be shit. Well, there's three now, right? Yeah, I think the third one's out, and then there's going to be yeah, one more. The third one's the first part of the the two part ending, which yeah. I've heard they're just setting it up to be all the good shit that happens in that last book is in the second movie. That's what I heard the movie reviewer saying that uh, whatever part one, you know, that being part three, um, the third movie, part one of two, uh, is just a really big promo for part two of two. Okay. Which, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see it. I I might still see the last one. I haven't seen it yet, but. Oh, no, it's not. I mean, I can't speak for the movie, obviously, but the book isn't bad by any stretch. It's just, it doesn't hold up as well. It's kind of, um. It's actually a little bit like Harry Potter ended, which, by the way, if you don't want me to spoil Harry Potter, then sorry, I'm going to, because that's been out for a really fucking long time. It's time. But, you, can, um, you can let it go. Little anticlimactic in the end, uh, the way it ended. And then that weird, like, denouement where they're, like, dropping their kids off. Um, yeah. You read these, right? You know what I'm talking about? I didn't read. I've never read them. I've read the first one. Oh, okay. Um, that was it. Oh, sorry to spoil it, but the, the last no. chapter. I mean, obviously, you know what happens. He beats Voldemort. I mean, it's not. Yeah. yeah. It, there's no other way. That Are you it, talking about like the new batch of kids comes in? Well, and... no, it's it's Harry and and uh, Ginny Weasley have gotten married. It's 17 years later, oh, and they're at the train station with Ron has married Hermione. He married uh, Ginny. Uh, Neville is teaching herbology at the school, and then it's Harry's kids and Ron and Hermione's kids, and then they see Draco Malfoy at the train station with his kid, um, and it's just one of these like. Everybody's joking around and making references to the past. They're all named after characters that are dead from the previous movie, uh, previous <laughs> books. And it's fine. Remember, it's, how many, remember how many times we escaped death and stuff? That was rad. You know, they didn't, you know, honestly, they didn't even get to do that. It wasn't, they, the only thing they made reference to them being at the school was like, kind of this like, oh, we remember Hogwarts. Oh, what fun we had while we were there. Not how <laughs> most of our friends died, you know. <laughs> I, I remember that time that I had to drag the dead body of a guy that's in my school back because uh, the Lord of all evil killed him in front of me. Ah, good times. Well, hop on the Hogwarts Express, kids. Yeah. Um, no, it was fine, but it, it reminded me of um, in like Tolkien thing, like the Cimmerillion, where it's like it reminded me of stuff that should have been the appendix. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, that's cool. Part of the mythology. Fine. It was a totally acceptable scene, mm-hmm. but it just should have been in a short story afterwards or some supplemental material because just really awkward and it took away from the, like the dramatic final thing because it's like mm-hmm. we built this entire thing to to Harry versus Voldemort let's you know the showdown and not to say that it's going to be some violent epic amazing thing but like they really kind of let it down which uh not to give the specifics because we take way too long to explain why it's a letdown but sort of a letdown and then they're like oh and by the way 17 years later here's a uh, digitally aged Harry uh, standing on a platform it's like oh, a little weird <laughs> here's old Harry not interested now yeah sorry buddy it's a little, it's a little odd, but uh, Hunger Games, the end is a little weird like that. It's certainly worth watching. Like I'm not dissuading yeah. anyone, but it was a bit of a letdown. Now I'm like, fuck, I gotta find like another series, like another kind of young adulty kind of. I don't want to pay attention, but they're good enough to read. You know, kind of mm-hmm. turn your brain off thing. Like, um, like you're just a lasny. You know, you know him. Like Nine Princes of Amber. I want something mm-hmm. like that where it's like it's deep, but it's not deep. It's there's vague yeah. mythology that's kind of fun. It's Handpicked little bits and pieces from other stuff, you know. Yeah, I tried that with like old um, Burroughs's uh, Tarzan series and the like Lands of Pellucidar. Oh, I tried that all, too. Yeah, and I kind of I didn't get very far. I mean, I did yeah. a few, but I was like, it's it just was repetitive. I tried Tarzan and it just it was a little. Uh, Sherlock Holmes was perfect. That's kind of what I'm looking for too. But I okay. read all those already. Um, I tried. Uh, 
Um, oh God, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I just had it in my head too. It was fuck me. Um, I hated Arthur Conan. Oh, Conan. I tried reading the Conan books. Oh, <laughs> the original. Yeah. Because I heard those are those are supposed to be exactly that. It's just this guy's a badass, swings a sword. There's mm-hmm. like a cool mythology that's like hinted at, but it's mostly just stolen shit from from our world. Yeah. Not no I, no. <laughs> Maybe I, if I read it when I was like ten the first time, but trying to read it as an adult, I'm like, oh, this is pretty embarrassing. Have you heard anything about like the a new Conan movie like with Schwarzenegger in it? Have you heard about that? Yeah, I did hear something about. It. I don't know if they. If I, it was being I wonder. Made. Yeah, I, wonder I, heard, if, I wonder if that's gonna happen. The last I heard, and this is one of those things where I've been hearing since the '80s, but like the last I heard is he was gonna do Conan the King or whatever. The one that yeah. that last movie they made a promise of it. It's him kind of. Old Fake as, age sitting on the yeah, throne. Yeah. I think that's how it ended. I don't know. That would be cool. I would watch it because I'm childhood invested into it. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, like if somebody asked me if I'm going to watch the new Star Wars, of course I am. Yeah. There's no like, it's not even like, oh, there's no choice in this matter. Of course I am. It, I'm, I literally don't have a choice. It's not like, oh, I'm so fucking excited. It's, it's you, my childhood. Like it's, yes. it's so intrinsic to the way I grew up that. Like, I was a nerd in high school for liking Star Wars. I'm of that generation that mm-hmm. any Star Wars thing that comes to the big screen, I'm going to have to watch it, even though I've... Even the la- even the old, the old last shitty ones I still saw, because it was yeah. still just kind of... I don't know. It's still... you. I don't know. You never get tired of yeah. it. I had a... Uh, I was talking about this the other night, about kind of nerd cred, high school nerd cred on Star Wars, where I watched the three re-releases when they did the digital re-releases with the extra shade. Mm-hmm. I watched all those on opening day. And then I watched all three of the prequels on opening day. In the theater? In the theater, opening day, on all six of them. Because oh, I didn't get a chance to see them in the theater the first time because I'm too young. I have a vague memory. I think I saw Jedi when I was like three. Well, I would have been three. And now they're coming out with like Revenge of the Sith and stuff in 3D, I think. Oh, are they? So, so yeah, you, I'm not going to. You can skip that. No, no, I'm good. Uh, I, I'm i <laughs> probably not going to even do the opening day for seven and the other new ones. But yeah. um, I was a huge nerd on that. And uh, it's still part of me. So I still kind of have this like warmth towards it that i'm like i'm gonna watch it i mean there's nothing it can do like i didn't watch like star wars um clone wars or any of that no. shit like and i watched a bit seemed fine but not you know i'm not gonna do it it's fine yeah. but like movies i'm just fucked i just i have to like i'm just it's it, gonna be good man i don't think i don't think aj abrams would will fuck it up i mean uh, there'll be there'll be parts of it that are probably cheesy but like i don't know it's gonna look he know he knows what people want to see so it's, and he did a good i thought he did a good job with star trek so um, um, I've, well, let me get, I'll do Star Wars first. Cause it's quick. Uh, that, that as much as people made a big, big deal out of it, I'm not saying it's the worst thing ever, but that broadsword lightsaber is pretty fucking stupid. I would agree with that. That's, I mean, maybe there's an explanation for it and then it's awesome, but it seems pretty stupid right now. And it's that's like, like, when you have something that's working, just leave it alone. Yeah. And maybe it's badass in the movie. I don't know. Like maybe there's something I'm not picturing right. And it's like, oh my mm-hmm. God, that's the coolest thing ever. You know, fine. Um, but there's that. And then, um, uh, not, and this is not a racist thing. I may have said this on the show before, but black Stor- stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Don't care that he's black stormtrooper, but a black guy dressed as a stormtrooper in the desert is fucking space balls. That's like, man, we ain't found shit. I didn't scene. even think about that. And I'm sure JJ has seen that movie. And if he didn't, then his mistake. And I, I don't oh, care. I totally forgot that. Don't care that he's not a clone of whatever. I, I couldn't give a shit comb less. The, yeah, comb the desert. Yeah. Giant comb. Yeah. Don't don't care what stormtroopers look like. Black age means nothing to me. There's no race has nothing bearing. But spaceballs immediately came into your mind. And it's in the teaser trailer, so it's just this immediate <laughs> like, oh really? So those two things in mind, I'm like. Oh, that makes me a little 
a little hesitant that maybe he his research hasn't been sufficient enough that like I'm not, you know I've I used to I've never even thought about that till now. I used to be a big Star Wars fan, but I'm I'm not one of those like I don't speak any of the languages. I I, I don't I don't know the names of all the minor characters like but I used mm. to really really be into it. So I'm not like that gigantically invested, but if off the top of my head I can go oh yeah space balls like that makes me think oh you didn't you really didn't put the work into the or maybe he's just trolling people. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see what happens. But um, I just want another trailer to come out. Star Trek uh however I liked as a movie. I that, didn't like a Star Trek. I didn't feel they were very mm-hmm. Star Trek-y. It felt just like a space action adventure. It did well. Uh, the first one I thought was better than the second one as far as Trek is concerned because mm-hmm. it kind of felt like an origin but, story. What makes it hard, even though they were playing younger characters, is like you're so used to just the old stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this brand new slick look looks like it's even farther in the future. Yeah. And it's kind of like they're, they're supposed to be young right now. But I don't know. I mean, that's pretty. It's tough to deal with that, too, because canon, it's like, you know, in the original series, they're fucking turning crystals, you know? And so it's, but uh, (laughs) I just, I thought this, the first one was fine. I thought they set up the new characters well or the old characters well, but um, it just felt a little too like just, it's just a space adventure. Like, like it didn't need to be Star Trek. That could have been any of those characters. You could have just had their names be different and be like, oh, that's a, that's a movie franchise that was getting started. It didn't need Mm -hmm. to be Star Trek. Yeah. And the second one, especially, was, it was just, Hey, remember when this happened in the Star Trek series? Well, we're going to put that in this essentially, eh, it's a diehard movie. Why, like, it's just any given action movie in space and then just throw in, well, yeah, that's Khan. Why not? I right, sure. Why not? You know, throw him in the mix. Yeah. I don't know. I've been in, I've been really into like these weird 70s movies like that I've actually been buying because I can't, like, there's it's stuff that's like borderline psychedelic, but it like the most recent one was called Phase Four and it's about, like basically ants yeah. who take over who build these like crazy like uh crazy like obelisks that they live in and then two scientists are out in the desert because the ants are ki- actually killing crops and then killing families and then they just take over and they're they're, oh. they're basically intelligent but it but they're scenes it's the weird scenes it's the weird technicolor yeah it's the weird music and it's uh, no i know i know the era you're referencing like there's those, some um, actually there's some good ones out there have you seen i mean there's a lot more popularity about him because that recent documentary but have you seen any jodorowsky films oh yeah i've seen i've seen pretty much all of them. okay because that's kind of what i think you're referencing not on i mean he's a much better filmmaker but that mm-hmm. weird kind of it's not really psychedelic but it sort of is and it's kind of technicolor but it's not yeah. that weird almost um Clockwork Orange kind of took a couple of notes from there too, where it's mm-hmm. got that kind of, yeah, technicolor, ultra colored, like weird kind of stylized while being realistic kind of con- like. I like um, that stuff. What's the one um, uh, with Carousel? Logan's Run. Yes, like that. Yeah, like that, but maybe a little more, maybe a little more trippy, and maybe a little more. Well, Logan's kind of Logan's run. The trippy part I remember is the carousel part. Remember where they're all yes. dancing around and it's like disco lights, but they're gonna get killed. Yes, that, that's the that's the scene I'm more referencing, not the movie in, in total. Yeah, because yeah. that was fucking weird. Yeah, that was very that. Yeah. yeah, that was like right off the bat. That was bizarre. Yeah, they were yeah. making that. I've heard. What's really kind of intriguing to sit through is almost like a, a work is that the last Jodorowsky film that was playing here for a while called The Dance of Reality. It is crazy. The Dance of Reality. Yeah. Uh. As you would, you might like it, but it's long. It was. I feel like it's like in the theater, totally different experience. You're gonna sit through it. Yeah. But it is. It is bizarre, and it's it's really good though. It's uh, and you know he doesn't give a shit about if it's in in, big, in theaters or. Just same with like Gilliam's last movie, the Zero Theorem. He's just not. Oh yeah, 
those guys just did what they, what they do whatever they want now, and it's so bizarre. Yeah, I didn't see that. I meant to. It's that, it's yeah. bizarre, man. Well, I like Gilliam and Christoph Waltz is badass, so yeah, I was yeah. fine with that. Um, the Jodorowsky thing, I should see. Yeah, I've never actually seen any of his films on a big screen, and it, it seems like that's mm. the way they should be. Which oh yeah, I'm not a big. I mean, not I'm, a, I'm not an advocate, but when people go, oh, you gotta see it on the big screen, a lot of times it's just like. Eh, it just means it's a shitty movie, like most of the time. But some <laughs> that of means them, that yeah. means you're trapped there in the seat and you have to stick it out. Yeah, or it's like Avatar, where it's like, oh man, if you didn't see it on the big screen, you missed it. And it's like, but then <laughs> that's that's not really a movie. That's a that's a fucking like an IMAX promo. It's like, hey, watch, we're going through the yeah, the man. canyon, like back in like 1987 when IMAX was coming out. They're like, watch, you're on the parachute adventure, and you're just sitting in a fucking seat watching a parachutist. You're like, holy fuck, this is blowing my mind. Uh, someone, yeah, with a camera, like just holding a camera instead yeah. of a GoPro, the GoPro selfie stick. Yeah, well, that's what it was back in the 80s when that IMAX shit, those first oh, yeah. big theaters started coming out. It was just this weird, like, you know, flying through a canyon, but it was, you know, it blew our 80s minds, but it's not like those were being nominated for best picture. We got to get into the 4D theaters where the, like, the seat vibrates and maybe we get misted or something. Oh, yeah. Those, those weird, they have those in, <laughs> in LA, the ones with the moving seats. I'd be willing to try it. But. Yeah. I, I, that's a little, I mean, it's fine. I, it's cool, whatever, to make the experience more interesting. I'll, I'll take it, but. Yeah, I'm not going to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the Jodorowsky one? Dance, dance of reality, a dance of reality. Okay. And he he's in it. It's yeah. kind of like semi autobiographical, and then, but the main character is his son, whose name is Brontus, and he is just uh, he is so good in it. It's unbelievable, oh, yeah. unbelievable performance. Yeah, but um, it it makes me sad watching that in the theater. And watching how good that actor is, and then every you know, no one, most moviegoers are just kind of like, what, like what, what? Yeah, I don't yeah. know him at all. Yeah, yeah, it was at first, you know, first saw him. He he plays. He have you seen El Topo where he's the that the western one? It's Jodorowsky where he's yeah, that's he's the one like, with the little naked kid. Yeah, that's yeah. and so that's the that's his son. Yeah, it was weird. I was about to ask that. Yeah, that yeah. is his son. Oh, okay, and yeah. so now you see him when I don't know. He's probably in his forties or something. Yeah. And he's the main character in this in this new movie. He's really, really good. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. wait, wait, is this is Jodorowsky alive? I don't even I know yes. nothing about him. I'm, yes, he's alive. I feel like I've asked this on the show before and forgotten. Um, I still have to see that Jodorowsky's Dune, which I heard was really yeah, cool. The, it's good. Yeah, I I just there's a bit of depression for me because like I, I I like the David Lynch movie well enough. I mean, it's fine, but. It, I would have liked to seen like his take, like not that it would have been like what I pictured Dune as, but I think it would have been like, oh, that's just super weird that it kind of, I yeah. think it, just, it would have made a more uh, a cohesive movie than, than, than David Lynch did. Yeah. I think it would be more like, I think it would, but I also think it would be more kind of like circus, like it, like when I, from the, yeah. from the sketches that he talks about and shows it like, like in, um, um, like in the Holy Mountain, when he goes to when they go to different uh, planets and like here on Jupiter, here on Mars, and they're kind of in these weird, these uh, factories. Yeah. And it's, I think it would have had that kind of like circusy look like that, but um, I don't know. I still like David Lynch's one. Yeah. It's not that I dislike it. I just, I, I just feel like it could have been done a lot better. And that kind of really ruined the chances of a good version coming out was Lynch's version coming out. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just, it's so awkward and weird. I won't give up hope. Maybe someday it'll, well, so maybe someday someone will actually do it again. It's one of those properties that's been batted around a whole bunch a, of times. A lot, yeah. They yeah. keep getting bought and rebought. You know, I like the sci-fi version that they put out the miniseries. That was fun, but yeah, kind of cheesy graphics. So, um, audience at home, I am drinking from uh, a local brewery called uh, the uh, Captured by Porches Brewing Company. So obviously hipsters. 
uh, out of uh, St. Helens, Oregon, you know, uh, Portland adjacent, as they like to say. And uh, Matt, what's the, what's the one you're drinking? What's the title? I am drinking the Invasive Species IPA. Invasive Species IPA. And yep. I'm drinking Yggdrasil Imperial Ale. So um, that's good. I was going to point this out before. Uh, yes, this is good. It is a uh, it's a fine Imperial uh, Pale. And I'm enjoying it much, and I thank you for uh, for bringing one over. No problem. But I was going to describe because you referenced uh, uh, your voice sounding like uh, some kind of retarded crow or whatever your phrase was before. <laughs> so um, uh, Yggdrasil is uh, the tree that Odin had to hang off of for seven days. Okay. So he hung from a tree for seven days. Well, I th- it was either crow or raven. I think it was a raven. Eight is one eyeball. And that was his trade for like infinite knowledge. So he had to hang from a tree really... for seven days while a crow ate his eyeball. And then when he came out, that's how he got like all the Odin powers and became like all knowing and all whatever. But that's Yggdrasil. That's the world tree. That's right. So is it's, it's, are like the branches supposed to kind of like go up to heaven and stuff. Or? Yeah, I think so. It's weird because there's like it's one of those things where there's like a few of them because it's like the tree that he hung from is supposed to be Yggdrasil where it's like um, it's just like a tree. Mm-hmm. But then it's also a tree that like goes into heaven and hell and like combines the two like a world tree kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. right, so. I don't know. Maybe there's like a bunch of different mids that like got combined or whatever. I, the only reason I like, well, not the only reason I like it. One, it's it's fun because um, I like that myth. But um, two, if you watch uh, the Thor movies, yeah, um, uh, it's just the north. Is it like the? It's just the maybe it's like the northern. The no, it's not. I was like, it's not the same as the Tree of Life or, the, or like a Sephiroth thing. It's no, but it's, they, this is an this is an actual myth myth myth. Mythic tree. Yeah, but there's also weird like connections to that too. Apparently, there is some overlap between the yeah. the Sephiroth, like the Kabbalistic Tree of Life, and this. Um, and then there's other Tree of Life. So, like I don't know. There's theories that there's trade routes and shit, yada yada. But um, mm-hmm. um, in if you watch the original Thor movie, which is not a great movie, but uh, at one point I, I think it's Anthony Hopkins or what, one of the one one of the very over the top actors goes Yggdrasil, and he says it in this just so <laughs> over the top pronunciation. It is so much fun. It just Yggdrasil, and it's just it, it's it's every part of Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it is it's ten kinds of awful that it's, it's amazing. It's the Batman voice. It's Gandalf. Yeah. When I watched The Hobbit, there was these. I was with three other friends, and right in front of us, there was like some tween tween jabroni kids, yeah. like mall mall kids. Oh, nice. And they were laughing at the dumb parts in The Hobbit. And, yeah. And the, uh, when Gandalf and and uh, and Bilbo reunite, Gandalf like st- slowly turns around and goes, Bilbo Baggins. Oh, nice. And then and then there was a pause, and I was right, and the the, the theater was quiet, and I just went, and, and I had these little kids like cracking up in front of us. They yeah, were, they're like high fiving each other. And yeah, there's there's a lot of I haven't, I haven't seen the the I only saw the first Hobbit movie, but there's a lot of, in Lord of the Rings. There's a lot of that too. There's a lot of just kind of this vampy like Frodo. Like there's this in the, in there's that classic one though where they all jump on, uh, like uh. Uh, Frodo's in Rivendell, and all. oh yeah, yeah, he reunites, and they all jump on the bed. Yeah, yeah, it's like slow <laughs> like, motion. Ah! Yeah, there's um, <laughs> like it's like the, one of the opening scenes of the film is uh Frodo waiting around for uh for Gandalf, and he goes, "Oh, Gandalf, you're never on time," and he's like, "Hmm, no, a wizard is never late. A wizard is on time, but on his own schedule." And then they look at each other like. Oh, that's hilarious! And Frodo jumps on him and hugs. They're like, "Oh, it's so good to see her." It's like, "What the one? <laughs> Stop mugging!" Two, what? Like, when? When? That didn't get. That scene didn't get cut. Yeah, it's. Uh, yes, it should have. But there's a lot of scenes that should have got cut in those, frankly. But uh, oh. 
Well, it's over now. That's our consensus after seeing the, the Battle of the five, Ar- five Armies. We walked out. It was like, yeah. yeah, good to look at for a while. I go, and you know what? Now I don't have to go into the theater and watch any more Hobbit Well, movies. he says, they he asked the question if he'd ever make any more. Oh, uh, oh, God. Well, no, no. He says, uh didn't say no. He said, well, I have no plans on it, but I could, I could never see somebody else making a, a movie in Middle Earth. Which means whatever company it is, Paramount or whatever, mm-hmm. if if they buy the rights to Cimmerillion or one of the other things and start putting it into production, he'll they'll he'll do it again. Yeah, I mean not, uh, maybe that's not what it means, yeah. but that's the that's the vibe I got. So I haven't seen. I saw the first one and it was really stupid, and I didn't really like it at all. It was they're not as good as the first three. Even those aren't even all that great. Like I I liked them well enough uh, when they came out, and they're fun to go to sleep to. Mm-hmm. Um, like those were a comforting thing <laughs> yes. when I had nothing else to do because they're just long and there's not a lot going on, so it's fun. But uh, man, that first Hobbit was pretty shitty. So I was trying to. Uh, I found out that the third one, uh, Five Armies, or whatever, came out. I'm like, oh fuck! I didn't even realize the second one ever happened. So I was gonna go back and find it and watch it, and I just realized, like, I have. I mean, I have less than no desire it's, to, yeah. to see it's this just, film. You've, like, you've been. It's been a lot of it has been thrust upon you. It's it's time to like I don't know. It's time to get something new going. Yeah, and uh, so we'll wait for Mad Max Fury Road. Ma- that 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 trailer looks badass. Oh, um, well, that's what I was gonna say. But those other uh, those other teenage books, the, the Divergent series and the Maze Runner series, are the two yeah. other ones I keep hearing about. And those just look really stupid. And both the movies look really stupid. Well, they just look, yeah, I didn't understand how they. could. I don't know. I'm not. We're not young kids anymore, and maybe it's like. But it looked like just the same thing. It looked yeah. like. Well, I think. I mean, I don't know the order of operations, but it seems to me that that's the, um, that's that, um, what was that one that came out after Harry Potter? The really kind of, it looked like exactly the same movie that they're trying to make money on. It was like oh, Percy, like Percy Shelley. Jackson. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Percy, Mary, I, Mary Shelley's. I don't fucking know. Sea of Caves. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I watched the Frankenstein movie, uh, recently. The De Niro one? No, the one with, um, uh, Eckhart. The yeah. guy that played Two-Face. Oh yeah. I am. Yeah. I am Frankenstein. I, am I Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. Wow. Bad. It's. I mean, it was super amusing, but in not a like. It, it is. It wasn't supposed to be a comedy. No, it wasn't even funny. It was amusing, like because it, it's almost like it was amusing because like it was just so. It, it wasn't a movie. It was a bunch of scenes from other movies strung together with yeah. different actors. Oh, so God. it's like a lot of walking away from big explosions and people acting over. So it's like fun to look at. I was drunk. I was like, ah, it's amusing, you know. Mm-hmm. But the the the, the storyline is fucking gargoyles versus demons, and then Frankenstein's there. To just fly around and yeah, that's it. It's gargoyles versus demons, and then oh. Frankenstein. It was Ouch. the weirdest. Yeah, it was. But you know, Eckert or whatever his name is, like acts completely over the top, so it's kind of fun to watch. It's like mm-hmm. just you can you you can either tell he's incredibly miserable or having the time of his life because it's one of those. Just, Boy, what did I sign on for? Yeah, or oh, this is so fun. Like yeah. same with that. There's a new movie with Jeff Bridges in it, and he's some kind of. He's some kind of mythical master. Oh god, mm. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, I just read about this. Uh, yeah. It looks horrible. It does. Yeah, he's he's like an immortal or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. Any, but also well, that's um, that's uh, Yggdrasil, um, which um, goes back to um, everything. Yeah, that that reminded me. I had to look it up real quick because I couldn't remember the name of the. Uh, I got really in, when I was really really studying like the Kabbalah, the Sephiroth. I found out that that there was a there was an opposite end of it that, that going down into the bottom realms called the Cliffoth. I don't know if that's how you say it. I'm looking at it right now, but 
yeah so it's basically it's basically the realm of evil below because you know you start at the bottom of the tree of life you start and you go up through the you know as you as you go up but there's a whole equal equal amount of series or stages going down like a a tree that mimics it. Oh, is it, and, do you have the do you have the picture up? I yeah. want to say. Yeah, it's like. Um, I don't know. If, I mean, maybe I've, I'm sure I've seen it before. Um, no, you know, because I'm a not. fucking massive occult master. But. <laughs> yeah, but it was really I really got into it for a little bit because it was kind of scary. Yeah, uh, I don't know about the the opposite. Well, I mean, I, maybe I do. No, uh, maybe I don't see a good one. Um, I only How see I only see the normal one. All right, well, whatever. We'll no, figure it out. Never mind. And by figure it out, I mean I'll forget about it completely. But it was kind of I don't know, that's the whole that's the whole realm that like Crowley and Mathers like kind of went in, you know. That's, well, where, that's where they were hanging out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends which actually here, there's a there's a tree of life right behind you. Uh uh laminated black thing handout right there. Cuz there's Yes. If you hold it up, like, there's that bottom of the veil of whatever, and then there's the secondary veil at top, like... Yes. It's supposed to be, like, towards the bottom of that one, it's, like, where all the shitty stuff is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that's what you're referencing, like, of the smaller tree, or the... Because there's... No, no, it's actually it's actually everything below this. Oh, it's the one... Because there's also yeah. the other tree of life, of the Kabbalah tree of life, because it's the one with, uh... What's that? Uh, wait, uh, wait, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... That's the one with eleven, and there's one with, um... Seven, I think? Maybe that's not Kabbalah... And I know there's one with nine. So, oh, you're, so there's one that flips completely over. I okay, think so, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, I might have to look into that. But um, I've, it, yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't looked at it in a long time, but that made me think about that. Now okay. I, and now I want to. Now we're, now we're both going to look it up. Oh, we're doing first <laughs> tree of life. Now I'm obsessed with it. Uh, do, do, do. Yeah. Q, the cliff off. Cliff How do you spell that? Q-L-I-P-H-O-T-H. I've definitely seen that word before. Oh, I see. Okay, I see it on the tree there. Um, yeah, they're the representation of evil or impure spiritual forces. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, so it's just... Oh, okay, so it's literally it's just flipping it over. Okay. I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I'm seeing here. It looks like there's just literally a flip. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to look further into that. Ah, because hmm. there's kind of like evil on the regular one. Huh. Either way, it looks cool, so I'll get the tattoo and I'll put the final <laughs> evil one right by my balls. The, lo- the lowest, the lowest phrase, you know, be like oh, the lowest of evil, and that's the taint. Then you, yeah, then you'll be contacted by demons. Yeah, I think it'd be. I think pretty much getting a tattoo on your asshole would be like consummate with being uh, uh, contacted by a demon. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it'd be very fun. But I don't know. I've never had a tattoo or a, a tattoo on my asshole. So, you know, I neither of which. No pierced butt. Nope. Right. None at all. You're good. Um, You're good then. Okay. Here's a here's a random thing because I've had this up for a while because as I was saying before, I had a list of random shit uh, from the show that I wanted to get done. So here's some a thing I found a mental floss, which I liked a lot. It's a it's a list of French phrases that we don't have. Okay. To like. Um, so I'll put a link up. But there's there's a couple that's good. Uh, amor fou, which is uh, it means insane love. So like when you're completely obsessed, kind of bonkers love, which I like a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, and everybody at home that speaks French, listen to how good this is gonna sound. The spirit de la escalera, the spirit of the elevator. Uh, it's staircase wit. So it's when like somebody insults you. Oh, you got you. crazy staircase wit. Yeah, but when, I don't know what that means. No, it's like all right. So if I if if I'm like, oh yeah, well uh, you're a blah 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 blah, and you're like, 
well, yeah. And then like an hour later, you come up with like the perfect response. So uh-huh. that staircase wind, it's when you're when you're like on an escalator, on a walking up a staircase, going, "Oh fuck, why didn't I think of saying that to him then?" <laughs> you're thinking of your comeback. Yeah, when you come back with a comeback like an hour <laughs> later, which makes me really happy. And um, nice comeback. The, the reason, uh, uh, well, actually, the only reason I'm putting this entire list here is for that phrase because it's one of those ones that I keep forgetting what it is, mm-hmm. and I really want to remember it and learn how to pronounce it eventually. Audience at home, don't tell me how to pronounce it because it's much funnier to me having mangle th- mangle. How do you say elevator again? It's not elevator. It's 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 uh, it's it's la escale la escale. It's it's not it's not close uh, enough. Well, it's la spirit de la escale, which would be you know the um the spirit of the steps. Okay. But I remember it as escalator because that's what it looks like. Because I'm what um the French call uh la fucking idiot. Um. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, my mistake. La fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> there you go. My my bad. Um, yeah, so that, that was on my list. And then I also have, and this is just going to be a a other link I found on IO9, they have a, I'll just throw the link up. It's name your own price for a whole bunch of old Doctor Who audio dramas, um, audio books and stuff. I didn't listen to any, but, um, it's name your own price and it's Doctor Who and it's, uh, things you can listen to. So, um, that seems to be a lot of my audience all rolled Whoa. up into one. So it's like, Hey, I got to make sure to tell you guys about that. So, uh, <laughs> that'll be a thing that happens. Not like, not like penny bidding or whatever that weird stuff is where you're like, I heard something about that where you like, oh, I have no idea what that is. You have to buy in to like do this. You basically are, you're, you're, uh, increasing your bids on stuff by like a penny at a time. Oh, that sounds really I don't know. It's not, It sounds like a whole racket. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. But each time you bet, each time you do it, you're going to charge something. I don't know. It's something stupid like Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do that. I, I like free stuff or things that cost like money as I understand it. Those are, those are my two <laughs> options. Cause like, I don't, I like, I, oh, oh, real money. Yeah. Like I've never bid on anything on eBay. Like if it's not buy it now, I will, it, it's, it has no interest to me. I don't. I don't want to know how to do it. I don't care about strategies. I don't care if it's going to cost me less. I, it, it'll I just don't, make you angry. It, it, it's, it'll make you angry yeah. by losing something by like fifty cents. It's it's incredibly irritating, and I don't like it. So I just the yeah. entire concept bothers me. So any kind of thing where I have to put effort in beyond like just I want a thing that says how much a thing costs, mm-hmm. and that, like like haggling when people talk like oh haggling's fun. No, that sounds like the worst thing ever. Just tell me what it costs, and I and then I'll purchase it. And if I don't have enough money, I won't purchase it. That's it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk anybody down. I don't want to know about fair market value. You want to trade? Know. Yeah, like where people talk about, like, oh yeah, I really got taken to cleaners at this used car thing. No, there should just be a number on a car, and that's what it costs. There should that everyone be like, agrees upon. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Like it's we live in a fucking society. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's not like you go into one store and it's like, oh here, I have an apple, forty dollars. Like it's just, but thank but, you. I thanks. New seasons. No, 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 no. You're supposed to talk him down, though. No, you can. You can. I got this guy down to eleven five on that apple. It's like what? The, this is the most nonsense shit ever. I mean, maybe it's not. I'm sure. I'm sure it makes sense to them, but to me, it doesn't. Oof. Oh, and uh, uh, speaking of what we weren't talking about now, but I wanted to swing back. I started reading Robert Heinlein because mm-hmm. um, I hadn't before. I maybe read one thing when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I'm reading Stranger in a Strange Land right now. Yeah, and. It's so fucking weird to read because you think of it as a yeah because you think of it as a I when I went back and read a lot of his stuff you think of them as just common science fiction tales and yeah it's, it's really kind of weird it's odd because yeah one it's not it's not just straightforward science fiction there is like this weird kind of like in this one there's like 
they, I mean, they talk about like, you know, breaking down of gender roles and like, mm-hmm. like how society affects like uh, everybody on the deepest level. Like he, he discusses cannibalism and how uh, <laughs> like the Martians are cannibals and they're like, well, no, it's not disgusting because it's not wasteful. And it's, it's only disgusting to us. Because we're the less evolved ones because we would kill somebody for meat if they if we got the right pr- money on it, you know, the right price. Mm-hmm. And it's like this this weird fucking psychological breakdown. And it's, yeah. you know, I wasn't expecting that. But what I was really tripped out by is how retrofuturistic it is. Like the, the, you know, the, like in the future, we'll have fax machines in every house. Like there's these. Yeah. <laughs> these, these what would be incredible future technologies that are like we're outdated by, you know, 1983. Like, and, and it's really fun to read because it still feels futuristic when you read it, mm-hmm. but it's like this weird retro future. It's almost like, like it's steampunk. It, like future. time is caught up with their, like, yeah, with his version of the future. Yeah. Back, we, back when he wrote it. Yeah. It's almost like caught up to him already. Well, we know we're, we're past it, Yeah, but it's still kind of fantastic but, and futuristic <laughs> in this kind of retro way. It's so, it's so odd. It's, it's, yeah, like they were talking about, like the the amount of the amount of uh, description went into like to essentially just like TV, you know, just regular cable TV, like essentially what he would be describing. But it's just all this. Oh, the kinetoscope that you got to blah 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 blah. Oh, the blah 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 blah, and you go into the and it's like, wow, like it's it's so cool because it's <laughs> literally nowadays it was it was yeah. one now it's past tense now it's referring to cable TVs. You know, that's ten years ago. You know, but reading this is, is, you know, in the future, we'll have something that will be transmit audio and video into your home. <laughs> yeah, you talk, you're talking to, you'll talk to somebody and you'll see their face when you're talking to them. Oh, yeah, they had a whole, there's a whole swaths in there about um, how messages are taken. Because I don't, you know, I don't think answering machines were really quite invented yet, or at least not popularized enough yet. It's just, it's so fucking weird, like... Like they have like futuristic, uh, uh, like, like on Mars time, yeah, yeah, like futuristic yeah. stenographers instead of like like it didn't come <laughs> up with like computers at all. Um, no memory thing, so they have these um impartial judges, I think they're called impartial viewers, something like that, which is actually a cool concept. It's somebody with like a perfect memory, and they're not allowed to interact. Yeah. They just sit there and witness everything, and then so they can recall back, and they're the impartial, uh, you know, third party or whatever, which is a cool idea, but literally it's just because like no one thought of you know computers yet like it, was, it just no one went oh yeah we'll probably just like have like memory on a, on a machine and then like all of this dumb thing is just not gonna have to be there yeah i think he also did i think he did the moon is a harsh mistress too and that's another that's like uh that's like kind of like that like this one but it takes place on the moon yeah and the moon colony revolts against earth and they want to become their own thing well, that was the other one and that they, i read and they yeah. Could, yeah i think it's the moon is our and they yeah. could, they control some kind of I think it's like the metal ore or something and they just cut the earth off and yeah. 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 I, yeah, I just, I read that one. Not that long, you know, last like five, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that one, was okay. Th- yeah. I remember liking it, but it was a little like straightforward. This stranger to strange land is odd. Like there's a lot of like just breaking down of conventions and I don't know what year it comes from, but it's, it's old. And, uh, it's, it's weird how many, like, you know, just, I mean, literally just sexual taboos are thrown out of the window, societal taboos. Like it's just, it's it's pretty it's pretty fucking yeah. you know radical for what yeah. you know what should be what ostensibly should be just old school science fiction. Yeah. Oh, and I like a lot of those writers from the '60s when they're yeah when they're writing about this, this futuristic these futuristic places. All a lot of them, no matter what planet, even if it's they're still on Earth, it's like yeah, it's like gender rules are like out the window. It's yeah. like it's like it's like it's it's uncommon. It's uncommon for a man to be with a woman. 
that's yeah. like kind of like a weird thing. Yeah, there's so, um, and I thought that I always thought that was cool that guy that they were you know writing about that in the fifties and the sixties with just like openly and yeah. There's a I don't remember who the hell I don't even know if I actually read the thing. I'm just gonna describe it, and if somebody knows what I'm talking about, you can give me. But there's a, there's a story that essentially it's uh one of the, it's one of these future stories where you know gender roles are gone. Everybody's just uh you know guys with guys, guys with girls. Uh, you can be a girl one day, a guy one day, or whatever. So the uh the taboo starts to be male female monogamy. Uh, That's so the it's because yeah, the yeah. idea is the idea is that uh this whole gender openness thing that we're going through. I mean, going through now, we went through in the '60s, went through in the mm-hmm. Roman Greek era. Um. That it, it's not, you know, bad or good. It's just, it's just the thing that's happening at that moment. So when that becomes the norm, the Revolutionary Act becomes the thing that we think of as the, well, I mean, I guess we don't think of that as the norm now, <laughs> but the, you know, the, the normative function in Western European society up until somewhat recently. Yeah. So that becomes like the radical, like, did you hear about that? They're only with each other. Like, just what, like, what the fuck? And it, 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 it's like a scandal yeah. that it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's, you know, so it becomes this whole thing of, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I just, I found it kind of interesting, you know, the kind that of awesome. revolt by going back to something that we would consider normal. Uh, kind of like my dream of where every, it becomes hip, just like beards under 30, it becomes very hip now to like, uh, I want it to become hip to, uh, for people to go back to landline telephones. Like so, cell phones are out. Oh the, yeah, yeah. Cell phones are out. People are because you know yeah. it starts with like people like no, nah, nah, no more Facebook, nah, no more Instagram. Yeah. That's done. I'm over. I'm like ah, this cell phone can go too, but I don't think that's gonna happen. You know, honestly, I think it is, and because every what mainly because then your your phone bill can be ten dollars. Yeah. Or whatever. I um, I know people, and it's kind of, it's kind of that super annoying hipster now. Not the. Not the hipster that shows up five years later and starts dressing like them and they're annoying because of that. The the first early adopter hipsters, like the ones that first started to like re re pick up vinyl, like the you know that that level, like you know fifteen years ago, the the guys, the guys are bragging about vinyl, maybe more than fifteen, but that, that mm-hmm. the uber uber uh, nerdy kind of hipster. And I know in that one, especially the kind of vinyl people, uh, I know them to kind of brag about. Yeah, I don't even have a cell phone. Like that actually, I've heard this as so a, it's starting as a, it's as a happening. kind of, yeah, a wantonly kind of, uh, um, what, what do you call that? The, um, what, is, what's it when you're against Luddite kind of thing? Like you're yes. like purposefully and it's, and I think you kind of seeing it too. There's a lot of like, you know, oh, we grow our own vegetables in our backyard in Portland and we've got our own chickens and shit. And like, I could, I could see that turning into like this, this, this purposeful, like, you know, oh, it becomes rebellious to, to leave the mm-hmm. grid in a kind of hip way. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're still hanging out with your friends. So you're still there and sneering at their iPhone. But you, you know. Yeah, can, I, can I use that for a second? Yeah. Oh, God, that would annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah, maybe we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. What happened to your story? Tell me something happened. Or a thing. You said you had a thing. Oh, I just story. had a bizarre. It, I work in a, a used music store slash pawn shop. Been trying to get rid of this customer who comes in who's who's halfway homeless, crazy, et cetera. But talks and talks and talks and... I'm telling him, I'm telling him the other day, I'm like, dude, you're done. You're out. You know, I don't really get like get, getting confrontational, but I'm like, you're like, we've all agreed that you can't be here. What? What's going Why? Why? Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I go, you need to leave. I go, I go, this guitar that you, that you have on layaway right now. I go, you can come get that when you're ready. I go, but then you're done. Um, well, th- does this bag fit it? I have this bag. So he pulls out a, a guitar gig bag from his like homeless pack. And it looks like it's just stuffed with clothes or something. And I go, it won't fit. I go, this guitar won't fit in there. I, he's like, let me try, let me try. And he's stretching it out, and, he's, and he starts pulling things out of the bag. 
And then all of a sudden on the floor, all around the shop and around him, are just is littered with dirty boxers. Oh. And he's kind of laughing and picking them all up. And he uh. and he and then he leaves his bag there, and we're telling him to leave. And he, you know, he has multiple bags around the shop. Now we're telling him to leave, and he and he, he's walking out the door. And I go, grab your bag. I go, grab that bag over there. It's sitting on the ground. And I look over at it, and it's laying there. And there's bo- there's a pair of boxers hanging out, and one brown egg on the oh, on no. the floor. Oh, like he just had it. Like he just had like a hard boiled egg. And oh. it, I hope it was hard boiled. And I oh. just was like staring at this, and I was, I'm, I'm like, should I take a picture of this underwear and an egg on the oh, floor right God. now? So suffice to say, so I'm, I'm not being weird when I say you, no. you, you gotta, you have to leave, man. No, that's not weird. <sighs> and he was wearing white sweats that were just looked that's like he had been camping creepy. for yeah. a couple of days. Well. You know, that's—I mean—that's creepy. Or one, I, I, those people that but hang, the egg, hang the, out at stores—it was weird. weird to carry an egg around. With no, you. that's like—I mean, that—that's—I <laughs> don't know why, but that like—that makes me feel like he's dangerous. I don't know, like I feel like anybody that carries one brown <laughs> egg around has the capability of murdering someone. Yeah, I don't like—I can't. That's his signature move. I can't defend the position. No, I'm not even saying the egg has anything to do with the murder. I just feel like on some. Some deep psychological level that I can't explain or know. He's always yeah. Is that someone? It's like yeah. The precious is yeah. that that's is that's his one ring that some just somehow somebody that carries around one he's brown sitting, egg. He's is, sitting underneath the I five bridge. Yeah, it's petting capable, this brown yeah, egg. Yeah, capable of great evil. Yeah, he probably thinks he's a troll and he probably like grabs like little uh, like those hipster people that want to look like they're on heroin but actually aren't and live in the West Hills. Like he grabs them, pulls them under the bridge like a troll. And then, then he introduces him to the egg, and he's like, "You're not nice to the master," and and beats him to death with uh, a nearby rock. Oh, oh it's, it's, or at least that's what I think of people that have one brown egg. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, my that job is intense. It's getting a little too hard after a decade of dealing with these people. It's 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 hard. Just this this sunk, sunken cheek meth methed out kooby dudes that come in and. And uh, I always call them skunky bumpkins. Ooh. Just come in and start right there talk, talking, and some of them bring their dogs in because it started. You know, you tell someone one time, "Yeah, bring yeah. your dog in." Then every time they just come in, and and then uh, <laughs> this guy, this guy I'm thinking of, he brought his dog in, and he was like, "He's like, yeah, for some reason, other for some reason, other dogs like to hump him, but his dog's name's Patches." He goes, "But Patches ain't no faggot." And we're like, "I'm like, get out." Yeah, why? Why are you here anymore? <laughs> Anyway, this is no, no, it's 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 a perfectly accurate thing. That dog thing annoys the fuck at me is people don't understand. Now, I understand the first you mean, time you let it in. You, you mean, I thought you liked eating at restaurants with a dog right yeah. next. Oh, God, that annoys the fuck out of me. Because here's the thing. <laughs> There's a number of uh, issues we have here. And I'm going to call out a certain bar that we both go to. Is a um, no, it's not the bar's fault. Pardon me. I'm not calling out the bar. It's people that hang out there that have a um, a um, emotional support animal. Yes. And hang out. If you need an emotional support animal, you shouldn't be allowed to drink in a bar. If you're emotionally incapable of dealing with the world to the point that you need to legally buy an animal that can't, to make that you happy, can't talk to you, I don't think you should be considered an adult enough to be able to legally buy alcohol in public. Yeah, because you could get drunk and then yeah, if you're so and then you're then you're then it's over. You're yeah, you're you're emotionally broken enough. That you oh, feel God. like you need to sign up for something enough that you have to bring your dog in a plane <laughs> with you and have it sit next to you because it's an emotional support dog. I, I don't see how you are considered, you know, what's it, compass mentis enough 
to be somebody that drinks in a bar. Mm -hmm. What about people that are just allergic to dogs? Oh, that's beyond that. No, no. I'm annoyed just at the concept of a dog being in a bar. But th them coming up with this clever – because I hear these people talk about it. It's like, oh, man, all you got to do is you sign up on a website and you bring your dog anywhere, man. It's awesome. And it's – you know, because they all talk like a 70s uh, pothead. Um, and, and it just – it's irritating to me because, one, I, I, I don't dislike dogs. I just don't like them. Like, it's not like, I'm not like, I don't have like, a, like, I don't act. You're not like, oh, that, oh, that yeah, fucking like, dog right there. are dogs. Like, some of them are kind of cute. However, they all smell a little bit. They all have, most of them have hair. Uh, all of them are capable of biting. I don't care how you say that's the nicest dog ever. Sorry, they all are. The thing that the kid heard right before his jugular got ripped out was the lady next door saying, oh, no, no, he would never hurt a fly. That's the, that's the line that's heard before most times a toddler gets its throat ripped out. Um, <laughs> it's mauled. Yeah. So, no, and it's not societally, it's annoying because you're inflicting your thing onto everybody else. It's like if you wear too much cologne. Mm -hmm. It's that level of, oh, what the fuck? Come on, man. That's not acceptable either. Yeah, it's not acceptable. It's, it's, it's shitting in a bar where I know you're a human. So, you know, obviously sometimes there's mistakes. Do guys, do guys even... Guys still wear cologne, don't they? Yeah, I think so. Damn. But, yeah. but I mean, like, a lot. Um, I mean, I haven't noticed that a lot. I've actually, I've, I've, I've experienced more ladies with over amount of, uh, of perfume mm -hmm. or whatever, uh, more in my life. But I, I just, I like to blame men a lot more than I like blame women. So <laughs> I just, I just, I just did the cologne thing. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm actually thinking of a specific lady, but, um, she seems nice enough and I just, I don't like a lot of guys. So I just figured I'd just throw it on them. All right. Yeah. But Fair I just think, you know, you live in a society, so don't bring your dog into a bar, um, unless it's, you know, a dog bar, which I don't know if they have those, but if they have dog bars, please bring them there. And then I won't go there because it's, it's kind of like the smoking thing. Like, <laughs> you just go there and it's a bunch of, like a bunch of dogs getting in fights and. Well, no, no. Cause they have, uh, the, the lucky lab, the outside area. Oh, yeah. The point is there's a bunch of dogs there. Not going to be a place that I'm going to frequent. There's this cat cafes that are opening that you can hang out with cats for like a while. Oh, fuck. You know where I'm not going to go? That place. A cat cafe. You know why? Because I don't feel like hanging out with cat for a while. So it's kind of like, you know, back when we still had freedoms in this world <laughs> where you could have a smoking bar like and like a non-smoking bar. I don't, like feel, yeah. I don't feel like hanging out with a cat for a while. Yeah. So I'm just not going to go there. <laughs> like, hey, I don't feel like seeing in a smoky place. I won't go to the smoking bar. Like, so yeah. um, I, I, it's, I don't want to see a dog while I'm drinking because it's annoying and then it takes up spots underneath you and then you feel weird because you're going to step on them. That's right. I should have that. I should have that. I shouldn't have that liberty taken away from me is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, is, is, is my concept. No, and the allergic thing. I'm not, obviously, I'm being hyperbolic. I, it, that dog doesn't bother me. It's actually a pretty cute dog. But it's yeah. more the allergic thing. And just the fact that it's just it's tricking the system into a means of of that doesn't add anything and it, and it can only take away like with allergic people or people that are you know don't have good experience with dogs i know people that get scared shitless of dogs yeah. so you didn't watch the dog show on thanksgiving the westminster i uh, no, no i didn't oh, no okay. no um i should have though i i feel like i missed out on a cultural a bloodhound named nathan one oh well, he, that's so he was best in show oh you know because you know like nathan's hot dogs his little bloodhound oh that's so cute oh you know it's nice i i, I hope he smothers an infant oh because that's cute yeah even cuter. Yeah, I, 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 I hope, I hope he says, "Oh no, little Nathan wouldn't hurt." Oh my God, get off of it! And then, and then, uh, and then that little boy can't move his arm well for the rest of his life. That's what I hope happens to Nathan. Oh no, I, I I'm it, honestly, I, I just like going over the top. I don't mind dogs; they, they're kind of cool. Um, I just think imposing your animal or your anything onto the world is annoying. Like if I'm walking down the street and you've got three dogs on a leash and you're taking mm -hmm. up the entire sidewalk and I'm walking at you. 
you shouldn't give me a shitty look because I'm expecting you to get out of the way. You're the one taking up more resources as I hit my microphone mm-hmm. with my hand. You're the one taking up more resources. You, not me. you, you, Alex, should be picking up that dog's poop just out of courtesy. I mean, it, I, if I get that throw the- at the people later, I, I still wouldn't. But I mean, I think it'd be abusing. But <laughs> it's just, it's just you're taking up more resources. Like it's like when car drivers get annoyed at a pedestrian. It's like. You're the you're doing all the wrong. I mean, unless the pedestrians doing like a shithead thing. That's I wasn't. I'm not always siding up pedestrians because they're a bunch of fucking really really dumb, amazingly stupid. Oh my god! They, I saw a dude the other day because I work downtown. He sees that uh, the streetcar was at a stop, so he's at a green light. But the streetcar would stop to pick people up, so he's running from the side of the street, gonna run across the street that the streetcar is running on. Not a good idea, probably. Well, no, because it's a green light, so you can't see if there's oncoming traffic. So basically, he just ran into traffic that he couldn't see because there's two... So I'm watching him do it, and there's no cars there, so he gets away with it scot-free, and it's just... That's... That was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, you just risked... I mean, that's not Everything. even like... Like, you could have just died, like, and not even, like, in an extreme situation. That's a really likely spot for a car to be going. Like, you were very lucky there wasn't a car yeah, there, that... and it was just... You almost witnessed something very bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to see anybody get hit by a car. I truly don't. I don't want to see people get hurt. But in that case, I think I wouldn't feel as bad. I'd still feel <laughs> terrible having watched it. And I'd and and I'd wish the guy well. I'd probably call the, I'd call the cops. I'd make sure he's, you know, I'd do it. Honestly, I would do whatever I can to help this poor fellow. But I'm not going to feel as bad oh. as if a car hops a curb and hits somebody. Because it's like, dude, you just ran into fucking traffic with no ability to see if there's a car there. I have a you speaking of you're talking about not seeing an accident. I have always have had a morbid fantasy of watching like a huge plane, like a seven forty seven crash in front of me, oh, like, yeah. like as close as I could get to one, like maybe crashes into the river, yeah. as close as I could get without maybe being hit by the debris. But I guess that's not really going to happen with on an with an empty plane. So there's going to be lives. So if I just if you can arrange that for me sometime, just an empty plane. Completely empty. Yeah, just like crash into like like this block into the lads edition. It'd be and if if it didn't hurt anybody, it yeah. would be kind of cool to be right there. No, I can see what you're saying. Like, I would like to see. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing <laughs> just complete catastrophic event. Like, like if they're gonna retire like a Boeing plane because it's you know whatever you know it's time for retirement that like we just get to hook up like a remote control to it, bring it out to a field somewhere. I mean, you don't bring it out to field somewhere. Obviously, it flies the field somewhere completely under remote power, and then just slam it into the ground and watch it happen. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, w- I mean, I would be down with that. Yeah, like there's, like, you can see those old videos of them like slamming cars and like planes, like you know, fighter planes into brick walls. That you know, like yeah, <laughs> that shit's awesome. Yeah. yeah, but as long as it's not like filled with, the, I mean, if it's filled with you know like Al Qaeda Nazis or something, like yeah, sure, that'll work. But even then, I'd still feel a little bad. Yeah, like I know you're an Al Qaeda Nazi, but it's you're. That's a little... It's kind of a bad way to go. Yeah, I know. And it's not even a bad way to go. It's just like, it's a little kind of, you know, it's a little... I'm not sure if I really want the spectacle of death. I mean, we're not Rome. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we are. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, the empire never fell, according to Phil K. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he says. There's that, uh, they're making um, that Phil K. Dick uh, book about the... Uh, Man in the High, Man Man High, High Tower. They're making that into a TV Yeah, series. Johnny yeah. was just working on that. Oh, for real? Yeah, he oh, was that's awesome. up in uh, Woodland, Washington or something like that. Oh, wow. That's very um, cool. Yeah. I want to go. Speaking of flying things and dogs, I was at the dog park and this drone kind of came down. It was like one of those four propeller like box looking drones. Yeah. And uh, I, it was just me and my dog. And then there's two other ladies with a small dog. 
huge park, huge acreage park at like next to the raceway. It comes back. It's it's come. It flies around and it stops like thirty feet in the air, forty feet in the air, and I can see that it has the little GoPro camera on it. Yeah, it's like you know, like this big. And uh, I go, "Weird, that's weird." And they, the girls kind of like laughed and shrugged, and I'm staring at it, and it just it it hovers there and it stays there, and then it like and then it takes off and goes like far far away over a huge field. And I immediately turn around and look to the parking lot, like, okay, who's where's the guy with the yeah. control? No one's around. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I think no can, one is around. I think you dude. can control those from like a shitload far away, from what I understand. Like, I think it, you could be like on your computer, like miles away. Yeah, because it yeah. took off like over PIR Raceway. Yeah. And I'm like, and I scanned the whole area, you know, all over the place, and no one was around. Well, I was reading that you can do, uh, you can program those to like fly out and do like missions for you and fly back. So they're not actually like, they're under your like remote control, but you're not in control of them. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. It's, I mean, I kind of like it, but okay. Can somebody walk up to me and just start filming me? Probably. You're I in public. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. I guess they can't go to your window, but I got to pee. So here's what we're going to do. Stop it. Yeah. No, no, we're not. Um, you do the standard commercial while I'm peeing and then I'm going to come back and quiz you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yes, the standard bar, not the standard bar and grill, it's off of Gleason there, and I believe twentieth, twenty first, um, probably my favorite place, um, the best bartenders ever, and awesome outdoor patio, um, nice heaters, good music, insane Christmas decorations are uh, are probably gone by now, but um, I'd like to thank Tyler, Jessica, Reed, everybody. Think Ian got mm, engaged? Maybe yes, no, maybe so. Um, Annalise, thank you, everybody. Um, you guys are awesome. I'll probably be there maybe in an hour. Um, and I wish it was uh, a little bit closer to my house, but I make the drive anyway, so you should too. And uh, great food, stiff drinks, two dollar uh, hams. On Wednesday, I believe, and two dollar micro brews all day Sunday, which is probably the best deal around. And because before, you, by the time you spend ten dollars, you've got a good Sunday buzz going on the. Oh, we on two dollar micro brews? Yeah, very nice. <laughs> That's probably the best deal I've ever found. So I'm impressed. All right, what else yeah. did you hit on your standard commercial? Oh, the the staff. I think Ian got engaged, perhaps, and I was just thinking. Oh, did he? I think so. Oh, and uh, I just. And uh, insane. I was saying their Christmas decorations over the top, but I think they're gone now. Oh, they might be. I was there the other night. They were still up, but it looked like they were on their way out. I right, got Christmas decorations. The staff is nice. Maybe yes. Ian got engaged. That's a <laughs> and two dollar micro. No, you pretty much did what I would do. I generally don't bring the staff up. Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'd say facebook.com slash the standard PDX and missed that one. 14 Northeast 22nd. Because that's yes. the uh, that's good. Because I said 21st. <laughs> It's 22nd. Yeah, there is no 21st over there, so it's close enough. All right. When you go past 20th, you go to the first street that happens. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I, I think that's totally acceptable. All right. Which, uh, that was, always, I lived on, um, and that, uh, you heard the pause there, those pine between 20th and 22nd, you know, like four blocks from the standard. Yes. That's where I lived for a while. But it was kind of weird because it's like, I technically lived on pine in 21st, but that's not an existent thing. Although the, the numbering is there. Well, that's. Fitting for you to be in kind of a yeah mysterious yeah, and then I moved to the fucking the the pagan fucking wonderland that is Lad's edition. 
<laughs> living in the middle of a like some kind of pentagram circle. Yes. Yeah. Lads pentagram. Yeah. We haven't talked about this on the show in a while, but audience at home, feel free to look up Lads Edition in Portland, Oregon. That's where Echo, Echo Chamber Studios is. Um, it is uh, it is obviously built by some kind of Masonic conspiracy. I mean, there's there's. It looks pretty weird yeah. right in the middle of everything. It's uh, I I truly believe that living here, I'm giving part of my soul and essence to the Great Lord Satan. You might be. Yeah, I mean, to fair. I did actually sign that in my rental agreement when I moved in. Um, so you're you're actually be renting the house from him. No, I'm renting the house from the upstairs lady. <laughs> but but part of the package deal is that anybody that lives in the neighborhood, it's he's kind of more like the um he's more like the mayor kind of thing. Like he 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 <laughs> Satan owns, is the mayors of, La- yeah, of, of Lads, Lads edition. edition. Yeah, he's okay. like metaphorically runs this area. Um, and then we just he, under his good graces uh, allows us to continue living until. When we die, if we have just just enough souls, we can still go to heaven, but there's going to be little piecemeal out of ourselves and buried our in the rose garden. Yeah, in the, in the middle. Yeah, and that's well, that's where the sacrifices go. Yeah, yeah. and then um, I actually have buried a sacrifice there before. Not a sacrifice. I did a uh, big giant ritual. Uh, anyway, uh, audience at home, this is where I stopped joking about being weird and worshiping the devil and actually start talking about actual uh, uh, <laughs> occultism that I practice. Let's just draw that line because Satan has nothing to do with the practices I have, but um. I did a big ritual here, full moon thing, just blood and cum and sigils, just just going fucking bonkers, mm-hmm. tying things up, burning stuff. And uh, I was like, uh, you know, all right, so what do I do now? I'm like, oh, I felt like it's like really like good. I'm like, oh, you know what I do? I should like burn the remnants of this because it was like, I, I bury the remnants of it because I had like. Yeah, you don't want that hanging around. Yeah. Well, I just did like, because I had some water involved. I had, I had uh, fire, uh, yeah, obviously air and incense and human stuff and all that shit. So it's like. You know, all right, cool. So I walked down to the to the circle in the middle because it's like two, three in the morning, like gnome was around. So I walked down there like in my bare feet, which was fun. And then oh, wow. uh, just dug a little bit and kind of, you know, buried the remains of the ritual uh, uh, in there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there has been uh, there has been weird occult ritual in, in yeah. Lad's edition. Rad. Yeah. Anything come of it? Uh, I felt pretty stupid. Uh, and my, your feet got really dirty. Yeah, my feet got really dirty. Um, I felt I, I dumb. Caught a, I caught cold. I caught a cold. Uh, no. no, no, not that bad. No, it was, it was nice out. Uh, there was more, the more reason I was barefoot was this, is that I felt like I was in kind of a magical state, um, or like a, you know, focused state. And I thought putting on shoes, this sounds, sounds dumb, this whole thing sounds dumb, but this sounds extra dumb. I felt like putting on shoes was a little so prosaic that it kind of would take away from the feeling. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I was in here, I had, you know, I was fully clothed, I had shorts and a shirt on, like, and it was like, if I were to go outside, I just needed shoes, but I just felt like. It would just kind of take away from the state of like, I just finished the ritual. I feel like the next thing I have to do is leave and do that. Yeah, you know? it sounds like you were probably in a good state of mind where you weren't like the fact of you weren't preoccupied with like, oh, should I have me have like when you were doing it, you were you weren't thinking the whole time like, oh, God, uh, I should probably oh, I might have someone sees me without my shoes or whatever. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Have... No, that's what, yeah. No, none of that. Well, I mean, also, it's you were probably in the morning and, and but... you're probably in a good set of mind where you're like, I don't yeah. give a fuck right now. Well, that, that, that but also. Three in the morning, and it's Portland, Oregon. I mean, people are going to be wandering around fucking with no shoes on mm-hmm. in this town. Like, this is a weird neighborhood. This Only is a weird in town. Editions. Yeah, yeah, it's no. not. This is that's the least weird thing that uh, people are going to run into that day. Well, maybe not the least, but <laughs> yeah. So there has been ritual occultism in Lad's edition. It's conversations like this. So be careful out there. Yeah, be careful there, people. You might see a wandering guy with a fucking ponytail and no shoes. Um. It's conversations like this that make me um, 
have this weird thought every now and again that um I know um people in my family and whatever have heard the show before and people you know scattered around you know I've met people that listen to the show but it's when I talk about shit like that I think what if my landlady ever hears this show because <laughs> she lives in the same house as me and then she's like he's doing what now oh okay well actually she drove it she drove home I, one time I think you're all right I was I was sitting on the back um so in lads behind every house there behind every house there's an alleyway because the whole point is like uh dump uh garbage trucks and cars aren't supposed to really be on the street so that's where all the garage parking is from the alleys behind everybody so I was sitting uh in front of the garage at like I don't know midnight or so with a with a little um sauce pot that I, I was burning things in which mm-hmm. I guess it isn't that weird. She probably, you know, could think it's love notes or something. But it was literally like, you know, burning the end of a ritual. And she pulls into the driveway. And I'm just kind of like, hey, what's going on? And I got this little fire in front of me. Like, oh, that's yeah. got to be weird. Yeah. There's some things drawn in the guard. There's like, <laughs> there's some no, things no, drawn see, thank, in the no, driveway. Thankfully, this time, no. In in this case, it was purely, it just looked, <laughs> I feel like it just looked like I was burning love notes or something or something I didn't need. So I feel like I didn't really need to explain. But mm-hmm. uh, no, it was totally like, oh, that's the result of my sigil work that I was doing. She's and, like, why does it look like the set from True Detective in here? Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, don't worry. It's, no, no, no. You didn't even see, see, time is a flat circle. So you actually didn't even <laughs> see this. Uh, this is something oh. that happened before and will happen again. She drives. She pulls up. You're just in a chair, smoking and drinking, talking like McConaughey. Yeah, exactly. Hi, Alex. Start, yeah, just <laughs> just cutting up cans and making them into like four people standing in a circle, looking at someone in the middle. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, um, I uh, don't know what to say about Oh God, except for You Devil Part Two. Burns. R.I.P. R.I.P. Dog. Um, I think that's it. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're a UFC guy, right? A little bit. I watched, yeah, I actually watched the last one. Oh, okay. Well, did you hear of uh, what John Jones got uh, popped for? Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct after the fight or something? Or? No. Tested positive for cocaine. You're kidding John me. John Jones. Did he really? He got pre-fight, too. Uh, Before he, he fought. He failed the test, but apparently that doesn't fall under the performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, uh, it right, falls right, under right. the, like, you know... I don't know what the, you know what don't fucking do that list, but it doesn't count as a performance in drug, so he didn't he seemed a little weird I, I can honestly say watching him come out not not that he I don't know him not that he was high on coke when he fought or yeah. probably probably wasn't, but he just he was acting a little bit different and he was like and he said after the fight he was like, I'm sorry, I'm acting this way, I just really hate this guy yeah he's he's going and it, it's unfortunate I think really just it's his age and you know I just don't think he ever learned how to be an adult is He's yeah. doing that kind of Mike Tyson thing where Mike Tyson exploded, mm-hmm. imploded, whatever you want to call it, because Tyson well, could have been he, champion for like another few years, but he just, he let himself fall apart, and Jones physically isn't doing that yet, but it seems like... No, isn't he like, he's not even 25, is he? I think he's 27. Oh, wow. Um, I, I mean... I'm but, a, but he's a, a multi-millionaire, probably. Yeah, like... multi-millionaire, you know, biggest, he's, I think he's, he's signed with like Nike or somebody like that. Like, I mean, he's, yeah. he's the biggest name in the sport at the moment, or one of, if not the, and... um. Yeah, he's kind of acting like a dick, and um, <laughs> I hope he, I hope he gets it. Yeah, hope I he feel like he's like, well, no, because he got he got popped for DWI uh, recently, uh, not you know, within the last couple of years wow. since he had the belt. Um, yeah, so this is. Um, wow, you're right. Sorry about that. It's true. What's that? Oh, I just I clicked on that. Sorry, but uh, it just so he just checked himself into rehab. Yeah. So I don't think it's gonna be. Here's the thing with him: is one, yes, incredibly talented. Uh, so not taking that away. Um, it's, he's one of those guys like, oh, he's the next, next level of fighters waiting for people to catch up to him, et cetera, et cetera. That's all true. Fine. But he's a jerk off and he's really annoying to listen to. <laughs> it's kind of like the Diaz brothers where it's like, 
yeah, the year really good for a while. Like I get it, but like I, I, you're just fucking irritating. Like you're not fun to watch. Like yeah, it's one thing having sportsman bravado. It's one thing to be like, like dude, you're like athletically better than ninety fucking what ninety nine percent of the world. You're fucking better than. I get having a big ego. Totally makes sense to me. Not going to begrudge someone getting a fucking big ego because of that. However, when you're just acting a fucking fool, like just acting like an asshole and like possibly damaging your multi-million dollar fucking career because mm-hmm. you can't keep your head in check, that's where it's like, uh, you know, fuck you, dude. That's not that's not the way you become, you know, that's just irritating. Jones is like that. He just seems like such a prick. Yeah. That's too bad, dude. It sucks because he's really fucking good at fighting. I also yeah. heard about if you, you can look it up later. This guy, this a former UFC fighter, his name fighter was name was War Machine. He like beat up. His, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. beat up his girlfriend, this yeah. this porn star named Christy. I think it's Christy Mack. Yeah, I remember this. Story and they showed. I saw pictures of her like. Yeah. Like, and then and then you know it's one minute they're at a party like hanging out like hey yeah. we're together we're in love and then. Next pictures in the hospital and him in court. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, you peep, you guys. Okay, here's the thing. War God. Machine is a piece of shit. And and I need to make this very clear before I finish this point. Yes. Everybody at home, listen to me. I do not condone War Machine's actions in any way, shape, or form. I don't think you should hit men, let alone hit women. And I'm sorry if that's sexist, but I really think you should hit women far less than you should hit men. And I don't think you should hit either. So you can see my order of operations here. Kind of old school with that. You don't hit a woman. However... That dude was a professional UFC fighter. Yes. She looked pretty good for if he was actually trying to beat her up. No, seriously. He, that I, guy, I, see, I see what you're saying. He could make her face go away. Yeah. Like, the man is is better at at punching than, like, most of the world. Like, and by most of the world, I mean 90-whatever percent of the world. He's in incredible shape. He's literally trained to destroy things. And, yeah, her face was swollen up, black eye, like completely unacceptable really need to re-get on this point because i don't want to seem like i'm I'm just saying yes that seems horrible but considering where it came from it's it's like it's like if you got shot and and it 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 like that uh butafuco or whatever that was remember back in the 90s where that chick from long island just fucking that guy and she she shot his wife lolita (laughs) shot his wife and she shot her in the fucking head but it missed it kind of like got the side and she was fine that's kind of what I'm saying here is that dude is a gun that was mm. pointed at her head. He's a trained fucking monster. And she came out of it with like, yeah, totally had to go to surgery, whatever that lady's name he was. He was slapping her around. He wasn't like, I'm going to I'm going to beat you up like another fighter. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm not saying he should get less time for that. It's yeah, just when yeah. people flip out and go, you know, these trained killers. Well, that's actually pretty trained right there, because if he was actually that she would have been. That guy could that guy could easily get pissed and beat me to death easily. Like I'm six one, well over two hundred pounds, and there was zero reservation in my head that that guy could beat me to death. I'm gonna say in under two minutes, like under two minutes, and I'm not saying two minutes of fighting. I mean like two minutes of me cowering on the ground, curled in the fetal position, and he would punch through my hands, through my head, he and I would di- be dead. He would disintegrate your. He hand. would literally he would punch my <laughs> arms until the bone snapped, and then started punching my head with my bones of my arm. Like so, yes. Terrible. He should go to jail for a very long time for what he did. But don't think that that dude fucking unleashed on her. Because mm. no, that she would be in a very bad fucking way. Yeah. Now I, I'm not again fires. not defending that guy. Needs to go to prison for like a very long time. Yeah. Like that's no. But when people like go over the top, like he beat the shit out of her, like yeah, he beat the shit out of her for like what we could do. 
But again, that's like mm-hmm. that's like shooting someone in the head, and somehow there's like it's just no. That's I that, wonder. That, if, I wonder if John Jones will like go on some weird downward spiral. I mean, like like just become a mess. I hope not. Here's the thing: is I really want too young to be too young to be screwing up like. Oh, that. I don't care about that. I want uh, I want Gustafson to beat him because I thought he won that last match. Like yeah. when they fought, I really thought he should have gotten a lot that of decision. People, that's yeah. what everyone says. Um, I really thought he should do that, and I want Gustafson if he's going to take the belt. I want him to take it from a Jones that's still good. So if he starts spiraling, I want that belt off of him before because I don't want to be like the Mike Tyson thing where it's essentially like he didn't he didn't like lost the belt, but he already had all the fucking uh I think he went to jail first and like he had all the weird shit go on and the rape charges and like mm-hmm. a lot of weird shit. And it's like you've got this weird kind of in the back of your head, like what could have been with him, where it's like he could have just been sitting there punching people's fucking heads off for another two years, which in professional boxing terms, that's forever, you know, three, four years. Like mm-hmm. that guy could have been amazing, and there's this giant what if hanging over him. Where Jones, it's like, I want him, if he's going to lose the belt, I want him to lose the belt while he's still got some fitness under him, but he still feels like yeah. he's this undefeatable champion instead of, you know, like, and then you hear this story later, it's like, well, I was up to four in the morning the night before, you know, blowing lines and, you know, like, you know, you hear the story like 10 years later where you find out like, yeah, I actually didn't train at all for the fight and, you know, uh, it's, you know, it's, yeah. you know, I had a, I had my, my liver was falling out of my asshole, like whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, everyone eventually loses. Yeah, I just want him to lose when he's still, like, when it's still, like, the person that beats him, I want him to beat a champ, not beat some guy that let, um, you know, not, you know, champ fat, as the phrase is called. Yeah. But in his case, champ, you know, coke and uh, and, and alcohol. <laughs> it's unfortunate for him. Anyway, uh, we covered UFC. We've covered the uh, the Yggdrasil um, and the Stations of the Sephiroth and all those other things and lots of Hobbit talk. Yeah. So I think, we, I think we did our job tonight, Matt. I think so. Thank you, uh, Captured by Porches. Oh, yes. Thank you. Captured by Porches out of uh, St. Helens. Yeah, used to be used to be in Portland. I've been to some house parties where he yeah. showed up. And uh, I was going to say beautiful St. Helens. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Portland adjacent St. Helens um, and not St. Helens where the mountain is for the rest of the country. That's uh, that's north of here. Yeah. But there is a place called St. Helens next to us. Anyway, um, that's been me. I've been Alex. That has been Matt. Uh you can find me on the internet at the AlexCast on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash AlexCast, uh, AlexCast.com. Just go find places. And Matt's on Facebook if you want to find him. Uh, he's friends with me. So find him. Do stuff. Hit friend. And then he'll be like, who the fuck's this weirdo? And then you can kind of weird him out and then he'll, you know, then he'll block you. Um, so that'll be fun. <laughs> and um, uh, somebody told me that our local sports team is doing something soon. So go whatever sports team that is. Sports. Hooray. Sports. Go get them footballing Oregonians. Woo. Alex cast.